Check, 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 and we are back at Minds Watch episode nine. So, who we have here in the building is a very interesting little selection of people. We just kind of migrated over here from elsewhere. You know, shit like that happens when you're trying to talk to people in the industry, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? To my left here, introduce yourself. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, Jonah Casanova, Jonah Hernandez. Uh, we, the founders, me and Tony Blanco right here, we're the founders of High Vibrations. Yeah. We're bringing High Vibrations over here to Minds Wide Open, you know what I'm saying? Right. Amen. And Tony, as he mentioned, to his left. All right, all right. Damn, Tony, I'm not down. good at directions because he's to my right, so you... Well, I just, I, just, I, just call it, <laughs> right. I just call it like his bud, you know what I'm saying? Just always <laughs> to the left, always to the left. Yes, I don't want to think about it, it's always to the left. <laughs> I always do it to the right. I guess I'm a different type of dude. You know what I'm saying? Wish. My name is Tony Blanco. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Feel the free co-founder. To get up in there, man. I am also the co-founder of uh, High Vibrations. So we did just come over from an event. We had a very interesting event where we uh, hold on. We're doing introductions still first. To your left, I know that. we got Sal in the. I, yeah. I do got to keep a little bit of structure in this For bitch. Sure. You know how it is. <laughs> Salvatore Gonzalez Samarada, Sal G. Uh, Sal G. Uh, the uh, president of Protocode Inc. Okay. No doubt. El Presidente. <laughs> That's what's up, man. All right, you want to speak on what uh, what event we just came from there, Tony? So we did just come from a conversation party. Um, I apologize for, like, jumping ahead of you, Sal. <laughs> like, not allowing you to introduce yourself because that's exactly what the whole conversation party's point is. You know what I'm saying? It's like to let people speak. <laughs> so, my man, you know what? We brought the perfect person with us out. Tell us what High Vibrations is about, man. Word. Uh, so, uh, we just came from a conversation party. High Vibrations hosts uh, a lot of local events, a lot of great events. Um, we're all basically a family, and, and we're constantly growing, and, and members come and go, just like, you know, a real family at home. Uh, the This recent event that we just came from was a conversation party where we drop uh, different topics into a hat. Um, there's no judgments. Uh, no topic is off the table. Uh, we pull them out of the box randomly, and, and we just uh, have at it. And uh, Boom, boom, boom. Hell, yeah. One of the big things about it is actually, like, if you are an uncensored motherfucker, you go over there to fucking high vibrations conversation part, and you really get – you bring that shit. Oh, you yeah. hide it every day in society. You sit there. You're hiding the real you. Just come. That's that's what it's all about. No, there's so low-key really aspect of this podcast that's very similar to that in the sense of, like, people are getting the sense of someone wants to hear what I have to say because there's a microphone in front of me. So they feel more liberated to say how they feel most of the time, depending on the person. Yeah. But, but right. that's cool as hell, man. I like that y'all are doing that. And I'm definitely going to try to show up to the next one as well. Cool. You got to keep so, blasting man. these off. Absolutely. I felt Absolutely. bad that I didn't get that uh, clip to you for the open mic last time around. Like, I'm in a hella backlog of editing. But Yo, you, you guys let me know anytime you're, you... You're taping like, mad footage, clips. though. So it's, like, totally understandable. <laughs> like, you have a lot of footage. I don't even think, like... The time that you put into footage doesn't even, like... And obviously, editing is all behind the scenes, right? So I'm not seeing all the editing. But it's like, I can only imagine if you're putting half the time into editing that you're putting into footage, that's It's more, though. That's the problem. Right. Like, editing is always three times, like... Yeah, because you have period. to make the perfect product Minimum. and then put and it out there. Not only are you watching what you filmed, you're rewatching and then rewatching. <laughs> Trust me, so guys. This is like it's a- like fucking Groundhog Day. <laughs> Living the same thing every single day. Yeah. Yo, I, I really I love the concept of uh, Minds Wide Open. You know, and so I, I would love to like relate that with high vibrations. I, I see 
um, I see the the unapologetic self-expression that your organization represents. And from the first event that I attended, I knew that it was something that I wanted to to be like. You, you could all I could tell. I don't know if everybody can, but I can always tell. Like if I meet somebody. It's like I know right off the bat whether or not this is somebody who it's going to be, you know, a long-lasting relationship, something that it's like, you know, I met this person for, for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like it, uh, not, not with everybody, but you, definitely there's some uh, meaningful moments you share with somebody where you know right away there's a spark, you know, something's going to happen. I'm know? not going to front. I really, like, pride myself on the fact that that is the consistent theme of everyone that shows up here most of the time. Like, you'd be amazed how many times – people go into, like, a manifestation rant on how, like, they brought themselves here via some energy or, like, the universe brought them here or some shit like that. Like, it's weird how regularly people will say shit like that. Yeah, but honestly, I think it's consistent. That's that's where the real parallel between our organization and yours is because when whenever we have an event, everything's all perfect, and everyone can agree, like, yo, everyone who was here was supposed to be here. And everyone says it all the time. So it's like it's 100% true. This last this conversation party was put together, whipped up like quick. Yeah. I wanted to put promotion out. I wanted to do a lot. But we already said it, so we had to commit to it. We put it out in a week. At, what? There was like 15 people at the height. And everyone who was supposed to be there came. Like I don't have to worry because it does come. And I, I really I like doing the smaller events sometimes too. I mean – Especially maybe because that comes from the logistical issues I deal with. The events I put on here, being a residential area, I have a lot of people to keep happy while everyone else is partying away. And Having shit. a good time. Yeah, so like people don't really catch that. I'm like usually just stressed out the whole time. Right. <laughs> no, I'm keeping I, everybody at bay, yeah. and that like there's people over here complaining about the parking situation. Like someone parked on the neighbor's shit, and they're bitching gotcha. at me. And then I but the you love it though. Owner. I love what I can bring to people. Right. Not like, the drama. The, the <laughs> yeah. inspiration comes from, for me, a job I had working at um, what was called, or is called Improv Boston, which is a comedy club in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I did lighting and sound there for, you know, some years, just live That's shows, cool. et cetera. And basically, I fell in love with the environment because it's all these artists who are genuinely, at least in that environment, really supported each other and, like, they weren't bullshitting each other, but they were also supportive. Like, it's everything was constructive or, like, you know, you just got to get there. You got to suck at first, but ba ba And everyone's, right. like, there was a supportive environment that I felt like was lacking for what I did where I wanted to do it, which is rapping in South Florida. So the right. how I went into this was kind of like, number one, I wanted to build my business. But number two, I really wanted to create that environment that I didn't have an opportunity to rap when I was in high school at some random fucking location where I could actually gain some experience and right. maybe figure it out. And you said in high school you were in what state? In high school I was here. You were here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I moved so how, here at how age you... seven. Wow. But then my father works for Delta and my mother moved back. So I lived basically in both. Right. Because I flew free and I lived in both places. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Flew's the fucking cool. hookup. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. You know, hosting small events is, is like, well, you know, just hosting events in general. Like, you, you have this, you have a responsibility. You know what I mean? But it's like, I, it, it comes down to something that we're not profiting off of it. You know, so it's like, even, even the open mic, like, we still, it was still a loss. But it's not a loss. Mentality, it's it's. Hey, trust me, man. I've it. literally yet to charge. I, I, I've thrown 
15 to 20 events at least in the, at this point, and I've never charged. I'm literally about yeah. to start charging because I can't get people to you like, have throw to, me a yeah. couple singles in the you donation bin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm losing two days of studio time to put shit on mm-hmm. for free. Right. And that kind of segues actually into a topic I have written down specifically to discuss on the podcast because I'm curious to see where this tier and level of like you know the up and coming industry uh, entertainment industry so, cats mm-hmm. and how. I, go ahead. My bad. The, no, you're good. The relationship with um, people that put on events and who's doing it in a cultural sense and who's doing it in a vultural sense. You know what I mean? So I think that I like that it can't be. Um, I think that it can't be so easy as to be like, yo, they're charging, so they're a vulture. Yeah, no, there's definitely blurred lines, because it's but there's, like, a, there's a degree. I think right. you know. Okay, here's the difference. So as when you plan events, you got to sit down. If you are going to make it paid, your first question as an event planner is how much, all right? So you look into how much am I spending to fucking put this on? And do I want to make all of that back? Or am I just happy with making half of it? Yeah, you got to know your motivations for sure. Know exactly where it is and then plan it. Because if you put, if you charge for an event, especially a small event as an up and coming event planner and event coordinator, if you're charging way too much for an event that doesn't have much, what you sound like, you look like a fucking vulture. You look like you really don't need the money or you don't, like, you don't deserve the money. But I think, I think that you, uh, any failure, is is just a, a stepping stone to something successful. You know, every, every any successful person has gone through failure, and it's just learning from that. So it's a very money can't buy that lesson that you guys learned, saying like, okay, so this we maybe valued this too highly. You know? Right. And, yeah. and now the next Absolutely. one that you do, you, you you can you can play with those numbers, and you're getting closer to something you know that's going to be successful every single time. That you just don't give up. You know. And, yeah, and, but that's you know, burning from the bottom, right? For sure. Whereas a lot of people are burning from the top. and no, that's Absolutely. If you can learn from other people's mistakes rather than learning from your own mistakes, that's always... I don't think it's possible to learn from other people's mistakes, only to a certain extent, only the to major things, like don't kill people. You know what I mean? Because that's something there's no fucking, like, turning back from um, <coughs> repercussion-wise. You know, it's like there's a slim chance that you're going to get out of that unless you have, like, billions of dollars. I don't... Let's I don't not know. even get Hang into that. But. Think about this then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with that... Oh, yeah, wait, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't mind? Go ahead, we're going to introduce... Uh, oh, I'll have oh, yeah, we got somebody right here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, introduce yourself. Angelo. <coughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Welcome. My brother, Angelo. Okay, Go ahead so and introduce yeah. yourself, man. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, Angelo, local artist. Uh, I, I'm also a personal trainer, so hit me up. Dope. That's what's up. No doubt. All right, now speak on your two cents there. Uh, remind me again what we what exactly we're talking about charging for shows and the context of i mean i was personally bringing it up just as like some people literally are just taking an arbitrage like some dudes aren't into the music in any way shape or form they're here because they know they can they're marketing the same way dudes that sell you know penis enlargement that doesn't really work are. yeah it's like it's they're like selling, selling your dream your insecurity in. like you yeah. you want to be in this position and I'm taking advantage of that. And Mm -hmm. there's a degree where like, it's okay. And then there's definitely a point where you're taking advantage. I don't think there's any degree where it's okay. I think like in business in general, like as a businessman, I have to say it depends on the scenario because it's about what you're getting in return. It's about how much, like there's two sides of the table. If I'm charging you, nothing is free. 
No, but if I'm charging, and I've never charged an artist, and artist is the last person I would ever charge, I'm trying to pay artists. But at the end of the day, if I was building a business and was like around showcasing, for example, like that's that's what the real question is because a lot of people set up showcases just because they know they can get a group of 15 desperate artists to fork out like 75 to 150 bucks each. And that's really like they're packing 15 artists with like five minute sets and a not packed house that no one really is paying that much attention. And they don't realize until afterwards, maybe it wasn't worth it at all. Well, I mean, that's one thing if you notice a lot of artists do, too. A lot of artists, you see them, they don't know what to do. They only know that they have an end point. I want to be a very successful artist. You know, as an artist, everyone can agree. That's what the fuck I want to do. But then you think about your ways to get there. Once you get there, you do have those people who are legit, 100%, they're capitalizing on your insecurities on your on your whole travel they're like yo there's somebody who wants to go up they know how desperately you yeah. want it and they're just using and they're, it so like they can say hey if you pay me this much i'm gonna make sure you're out there blowing up and then nothing happens but my argument for the other side was just that if i am able to offer you a, a service in that scenario like if i'm putting you in front of legit a and r's like T.I.'s right-hand man and, you know, fucking was uh, Braun, Scooter Braun. And, like, if I'm putting you in front of the actual industry, like, some shit that I put on an event that's a crazy event, that I'm, like, you're charging. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're going to charge. There's fucking value there, though. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's what There's I'm talking about. It's about the value. value exchange. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's what people need to pay attention to because I, I, I don't, I don't think that, statement. honestly, like, that's not alluring to me. For somebody to tell me like, oh yeah, there's gonna be an A and R and all mean, like all me, of that, n- not me at all for me either. Of course, you know? yeah, no, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying for some people that might be the move, right? You know what I mean? I think I think even in those instances though, there's like a certain level of like vulture at, like aspect to it because like when you bring an artist, it in, depends you on the businessman though. The, the artist. It depends on who you're doing business with. Some sure. people like me, for example. Even if I was charging an artist, the way I do business, I need to give you 51% of the value so I feel good at the end of the day. I need to have given more than I got because that's just how my conscious works. I'm a really guilty, guilt-driven person. You know what I mean? Okay. So, like, maybe it shouldn't be guilt-driven. Maybe it should be kindness or something. But it's probably more honest to say it like that. At the end of the day, I want to just be able to sleep. Exactly. I'm not a money-minded person. Money is just a method or, like, a tool to do things at this juncture. You know oh, what I mean? It's absolutely. not my motivation. It's my means. Yeah. That's what you got to learn, though, too. Like, there's differences. People want to be an entrepreneur and they want to go and grow their businesses because they want to be rich and have everything that's alluring. But then at the end of the day, like, you don't do that for that. You're supposed to find your passion because when you grow that, the money, no amount of money amounts to the amount of personal accomplishment that you've achieved that value is way way far away from what you what you get from what you've created absolutely man i want to build like i want to build something that's the thing Mm. so when you have that mindset that's when you get some real good shit so i definitely see great things for minds wide open because like if that's the way it is and you're passionate about that the money comes it always comes it's going to come if they what do they say they put keep working put bread in a pond in the same place every single day fish are going to start to go to that spot build it and they will come yeah it's just literally a matter of consistency and if you can keep your bottom line afloat long enough to get to the point where the consistency finally thresholds out yeah but 
I feel like that always comes at like your lowest moment. You know what I mean? Like you almost have to get to that point for you to like want to push into that. You've been watching a lot of movies though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone else have any elaborations on charging for shows and things like that? I'm gonna see if I have any other topics in here. I don't know. I think when it comes to charging for shows, um, it's just 100%. You have to get your mind away from doing it to steal or not to like look if you don't talk about money you're never gonna make money it takes money to make money you need to invest in yourself honestly like it i'm not better than any one of the other fucking artists that are like trying to get their name out there on miami live and shit like that i also today like i sat in silence for a little bit listening to you thinking like damn like I, I literally almost reached out to somebody today to get one of those whack ass five minute sets and it sucks, but it's what we have to do. I feel like it's what like I feel like it's part of that fucking do you want it? Do you fucking love it? But that's the you know exact I mean? thing that's being taken advantage of. Is it's point. being taken advantage of, yeah, but it's also like I'm, I'm, I'm you not, have to be smart I'm not here to tell people you how, to, how to make their money. I'm here right. to warn artists. Right. There are people that will try to take advantage of you and you should really know what you're getting out of something you should, and know yeah. if it's worth it for you so you have to invest money into this career but you need to be smart so like there are shows that are and, and there's so many people who have taken advantage of it that they gave a bad name to people who are doing it genuinely but the essence of hip-hop and stuff like think about you know even if it wasn't about about music even somebody who's having a party like i used to charge five bucks for people to fucking come and, and get lit at my house like that's what you fucking do. Yeah, but you know, the, the difference is that that's fine because right. there's a value to it. If you threw the wackest fucking parties, but you charge people five dollars at the door, right. then it's and we're, like, we can't compare that because the equivalent of would be you throwing a whack party and then charging fifty dollars, not five. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right, right, right. It's it's one thing if they tell you, yo, throw a diamond for the show. Okay, it's w- another thing if they're like seventy five to one hundred fifty. For five exactly. minutes. That's a big yeah. difference in my head. Yeah, you're right. You can feel that out ultimately too, I feel like. Like any artist going into an industry, like you're gonna, if you're going into it genuinely, then you're going to run into genuine people. And then when you do run into disingenuous people, which is going to happen, I mean, that happens everywhere, but like you'll feel it and you'll be able to be like, mm, maybe this isn't my right, the right gig. I'll, I'll look for a different It depends one. on if you can learn your lesson. Some people, you know, can, yeah, some people can. It depends on how willing you are to examine your part in what just happened. You know what I mean? Facts. But that kind of reminds me of something uh, my man for heaven's sake was saying. I have him on the podcast a lot. And he was in a very similar position relatively recently where all his people, like his circle of artists, you know, like peers were doing this show with uh, like, you know, Dead Prez was in the lineup. So there was like some other people involved. But they were like, you know, it was literally $800 for like 10 minutes. And a bunch of them were doing it, and he was. So the then, only let one me say, let it. me let me say something mad disrespectful. Who the fuck is that? Like, who the fuck is? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know who Dead Prez is, but who the fuck is Dead Prez to charge eight hundred? No, no, no. But, but I, Dead Prez wasn't the one putting this on. They were just like thrown a bag for a spot, and okay. then. So, but were they like, used as like the pawn to like, yeah, okay, is, like, like you're gonna get that, a spot that was with the, the like, person who was putting it on's justification. They, they right. were like, oh, if well, I then, just who can I find cheap I, enough I, to overcharge everybody? I empathize you know what what I mean? with Dead Prez. I empathize with Dead Prez because they're about the revolution. They're about it. They they speak real facts. They speak truth about what's going on in society, and their social commentary is amazing. Honestly, but they, like, they, they, were they may literally not even know. Right? They like True. the event 
person isn't going to come to them and be like, yo, these people are paying 800 to be here. And people that are paying 800 to be there, when they introduce themselves to M1 and Stick, aren't trying to be like, yo, I just paid $800 to see you. They're trying to be like, yo, I'm on your level. What's up? Because that's why they paid. Exactly. They know what they're taking no advantage shit. of. So they know that these people aren't even going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't know, but here, no, let's be real here. If Dead Prez did that without getting a good fucking cut of the money, he's a dumb motherfucker. Well, they, but. You know? No, wait, they. Dead okay. Prez is oh, it's a group? Stick I don't, I, and M1. Okay, so if they did that together without at all thinking about what they get out of it and saying, like, hey, are you charging and asking those questions, then they deserve to get fucked, you know? Well, I'm, I honestly don't know the role they played exactly, but yeah. how, I just know th- them. My relationship with them in my head, brand wise, is I consider them very conscious people. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. So I, I don't know. Yo, I saw them <clears throat> That's why you build your brand, though. See how I, I'm not making assumptions against them? Yeah, well, because I mean, they got a good brand. Yeah, I saw, I saw <laughs> Bear Creek, and it started pouring rain out of nowhere, like, like lightning and, and just pouring. We were getting drenched. Every band at the festival closed up. Dead Press kept uh, performing. Right? They're for the people. Dead Press is That's for amazing. the people. They do it for a hip. How that's amazing. Hip, you know that's my jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. jam. Also Yo, known as the instrumental theme song for uh, the Dave Chappelle show. Y'all ever catch that? Mm, I did not. That's it's the hip hop instrumental. You never caught that? That crazy bass line. Right. Yo, I'm gonna listen to it now. Yeah. If I freak out. I, I would play it if it wouldn't get my podcast taken down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just play homies music. So if y'all ever need some shit that's not up and distributed, played, throw me some shit. I might play it. No I'll shout you out. Speaking of shouting out the people I'm playing, as I have been on a kick this week with this Bomba Mind Beats Volume 3, I got to give a shout out to my man Noble Blues. He's a tremendous producer. And if you're listening to this podcast regularly, you've heard me say that too many times at this juncture. But I, 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 I've already gotten him some beats sold from this just because. That's fucking beautiful. Yeah, I mean, that's... he can't be stopped. Yo, there's nothing more, boss. Than making other people money. Yeah. That's boss as fuck. That's boss. That's synergy. That's that that business synergy. That's what you want to have, you know? That's what every person should be coming together for. To get the bag. Commit together. And give the bag. Split it. Get with it. I was rhyming with everybody. Everybody was talking I was rhyming with. Spread the bag around Time to let the clown uh, Come out the rodeo barrel I don't even know the paddle Where's uh, it at? Cause I am up Shit's Creek yeah. I do not know what I am gonna have to do next week To make the bread that I wanted But I'll toast it up It's blunted now Why you gotta come with stout? At that level Not disheveled Never ever am I better on myself Moving forward is the letter Where's your health? Yo, turn it up a little bit Yo, I'm saying, where's your health? Understand, man, where the fuck your wealth at? What the fuck you doing for yourself? Yeah, let's say, let's grow it, I'ma get it. It's pathetic if you motherfuckers think that I'm not poetic. Yeah, this is really how it is. Jonah Casanova and I turn you to a bitch at the crib. <laughs> oh. understand where I live is where my fucking business is. And I gotta fucking get it, represent high vibrations motherfuckers understand we growing in the nation next state understand maybe pennsylvania i be doing it here motherfucking there yo i can see it anywhere in the globe man check it yeah 
all over the globe So check it, you know that we motherfucking testing And we fucking wrecking Anybody wanna talk shit and step into my direction Yeah, it's all defeat, I put you six feet Y'all don't wanna fuck around with me Or high vibrations team, I swear to God We be knocking the teeth And then we with your bitch too We be knocking them sheets Yeah, we sick with it, you know like we getting the flu So I'ma tell you how the fuck we do We rolling with crew And yeah, that's real shit, I tell you how I feel Bitch, you wanna talk shit, you won't pull up to the crib though uh. Crypto, this flow is not to interrupt I will let you go if you think that was abrupt I will let you know I will never be corrupt I never see the plup The plus sign is not the negative one that I'm aware of I don't know or care I don't have to know if you will stub your toe over there I don't, yeah, that. I don't care <laughs> Yeah, that was that <laughs> Man, shout out Noble Blues that was dope. Yo, yeah, that was some good shit. No blues. That's some old school shit. I like yeah, that. Yeah, man. It's got some that 90s. James Brown vibe on it. You know, one. that's my favorite, like, my favorite era in hip-hop. Now, this is a, a, com- a Hit it, you know, man. It's conversation. time for that tangent. Yeah, so, like, the 90s was definitely, you know, uh, a very golden era, yeah, right? It's and, and it's like everybody 100%. looks at it like, yeah, so I listen to it when I want to learn something. But at the same time, you need to adjust to, to you yeah. know, if you plan on being commercially successful... Then you need to make you know music that sounds like and yeah. so like I I would think about it like from a, a Marvin Gaye approach. So it's like you make the music that needs to get the the attention, and then you say what what you want to say. Have the mental breakdown. I would you know debate that's more yeah. the J Cole approach at this point because yeah. he he kind Beautiful. of martyred his first album. Like he he, he uh, kind yeah. of like he hated it as much as all his fans hated it. He he was like doing what I need. He to came do in type. as an industry clown. For real, with the chains, with the fresh everything, all like therapist. done. And you then, remember therapist? Nah, that was that was the, J Cole's rap name. Oh therapist. yeah, get the fuck out! I didn't I even know that. There's some problems with that branding. Number one, it looks like the rapist. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the rapist. Yeah. Wow. Number two, yeah. there was no real meaning behind it. I think was a problem too. Word. <laughs> the rapist. Yo, but then if you think about it it's now, like horrible. he did grow. And he 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 has shown that he embodies hip hop from the start, and definitely. That's but he, uh, from the very beginning, uh, and I say this as a avid fan, like because I know all those early records. He spoke a lot about how he was gonna like industry plant his way in. He was yeah. like, "I'm gonna bullshit for a little bit, and then when y'all love me, I'm gonna tell you what's really up." Like he wow. was saying that the whole time. Yeah, he was. He's mad smart. Yeah, that's mad. He's that fucking is, genius. That's utilizing the system how it is. So I'm surprised that the government hasn't caught him on some bullshit already. He must be really smart, really. Yo, that's probably what shit. really happened with neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I definitely. bet the neighbors didn't even call. I bet like they just the really trying to get government. him down, and they told him that it was the neighbors. Yep. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? Every I'm single really... like, not even every single. I'm just gonna say like I've noticed a pattern that like. Ignorant rappers, rappers that start out as ignorant, who get a, a major following, you know, of like the kids pay attention to like the, their ignorantness, right? And then like they start to grow. Everybody grows, thank God. You know, thank goodness we all yeah, fucking grow, right? right? <laughs> and so like these ignorant rappers will grow, change their subject matter, and then boom, they either fucking die or they get arrested Word. or like what's going on that like, you know, their whole it, incredibly the consistent. wants to keep everybody stupid. It is incredibly consistent. You know, yeah, but yeah. I also feel like, and this is with any art form, like the moment like someone's like blowing up or getting big and, and they pass away, uh, as humans, we really like, 
look for a deeper meaning in what they left behind. And, and a lot of times, wherever you go, if, you, if you're looking for it, you're going to find it, you know. And I feel like... I mean, yeah, I think that happened a lot when, when Triple X died. Word. And um, I feel like so. any art, like, the value of it goes up when the person who created it. Yeah. Well, yeah. most so, definitely. Jail but and what, death. But what, what you're referring to there is, co- like, uh, confirmation bias. Confirmation bias. And, and, but not just a monetary value. I would say that also, like, uh, we're going to find what we're looking for in it. So if, that, if we're looking the, for a spiritual... That's what confirmation mean, bias okay, is. Got, like, gotcha. I'm biased because I already want this to and be... And I'm looking for that answer, tr- and I'm going to find it. Gonna, like, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's what it is, yeah. And that makes, you know, a lot of sense as well. At the end of the day, there's so many details and variables that none of us know. No one can actually say. But... We'll find out when we yeah, get there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out, my friends. See, I'm not going yeah. from ignorant. I'm I'm starting off pretty conscious, so right. I, don't, I don't know if I would ever become a target. But yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, I plan on yeah, making no, big waves, so I, I can pick up a target for make, various like, reasons. You'll make waves as far as like the industry will allow. You know what I mean? Like you'll be able to to build your cult following, and that's all that matters. Absolutely, you know and that I mean? kind of relates back to something you were just saying that I wanted to touch on, which was just you said. As far as commercial success, you have to be more adaptable to the modern vibe. But it, at the same time, it depends on what you constitute as commercial Yo, what success. What is your success? Because in right. this market, with you know direct consumer ability for free for everybody, it's anybody's game, and that creates less giant stars, but more smaller successful stars. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, yeah, you but could then take a watch niche. the pattern though. Watch the pattern of like. You know, what you're saying, absolutely, you're right about, like, what's your definition of success. But then if we're going to talk about, like, commercial, well, commercial success, success instead of, like, um, okay, so think about Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. You know, the reggaeton artist. You know mm-hmm. about him? Yeah, of course. He started out as, as a SoundCloud rapper, yeah. right? And now he's, like, literally, like... He's one of the biggest artists in the world now. He is one of the biggest artists in the fucking uh, world. Like, the world. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Like, I just said it. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> so, and, but what do you? But he he has modern sounds. Definitely he sounds modern. Definitely, I'm. But that's why I'm saying what constitutes commercial success because I think if you want to get to the top of the pyramid, yes, you got to be mm-hmm. modern. Obviously, you got to be in the most. You got to be paving it almost. You know yeah, exactly. You got to be the one paving that yep. scene. But on the flip side of that, you could be the most incredible sounding. 90s vibe artist alive right now and make an incredible living and still consider that commercial success. Right. Yeah. Honestly, one yeah. thing also, especially when it comes to music, um, the best artists are independent artists. Like Joey Badass. That's what, exactly what I would 100%. say. 100%. Yeah, but okay, so That's yeah, my he's, he made waves, right? But right now he's quiet. Is it because he made enough and he's no, low key? No, no, because he has his cult and he's totally comfortable. Right. He yeah. has commercial success, right. but he also doesn't have to be at the fucking top You're because right. he doesn't have the most modern sound. He has the, he's a perfect example of Absolutely. exactly right. what I'm saying. Yeah. No, for sure. Speaking I mean, of independent brands, I'm rocking my Diablo shirt, which is a Tony Blanco original. You can go over to TonyBlanco.com. Tony Blanco with the K, that is. Y'all Ooh, already he's know. He's got TonyBlanco.com. That's Brandon right there, Check it out. Yeah, we got the stickers all over the box. Get your so, domains uh, right, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go get that merch. <laughs> What's your domain, Sal? Uh, man, I don't have one. <laughs> I got to jump on that. He was, he's El Presidente, and his yeah. shit don't even have a website. Yeah, I know, right? Who's yeah. running that operation over Check here? out JonahCasanova.com. <laughs> I do different blog posts. Uh, Jonah Casanova. How many N's are in that bit? Psh, fuck, I don't know. J-O-N-A. So, okay, I just needed to know that one. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but not it's all it's all definitely all just like spiritually woke kind of shit. And like uh looking into myself, the whole blog was made to just have people watch me grow and grow with me. So it's still growing. I got like about like four posts up, but check it out if you want to like do some deep thinking. Cool. Yeah, those. And posts. you just kind of like get philosophical, or um, so the first one, the f- I didn't know what the fuck to do a blog post about, so I was like, all right, uh, five things that uh, you could change to to make your life better. And then after I did that, I was like, dude, I don't like fucking like one, two, three, step by step, laid out kind of things. I'm the kind of writer who's like, yo, this is what the fuck I feel, and this right. is how it is. So I did. Yeah, that's that very like in the Catcher in the Rye. What do you mean? Did you ever read Catcher in the Rye? Honestly, no. This guy is just like yeah, ranting the whole time. So it's like not for nothing, but there's something like so genuine about like just speaking directly from your heart without much structure when it comes to writing. Yeah, for sure. I love I love your post. It's about yeah. the conscious stream. Like it's it's the rawest form of the information that's going to come to you, but at the same time it's got all the information in it if you can decipher it properly yeah, yeah. oh that's the hardest part when you're writing the blog of you're like course. yo where do i cut the hardest thing there is, man. yeah because you got to think like what's the most important thing i want them to read and what's some shit that i could cut out because i get a little a little wordy Word. you know that's cool yeah uh being succinct is a difficult thing for some or a lot of people as far as well isn't that what they call what's active succinct? writing what, what's active writing when when you write actively, <laughs> you you get to the point with all of your writing, you know, and that's like being. So that's the same as what yeah, I mean by conscious stream. Yeah. All right. Does does that sound like what you mean? But you said what is succinct? Succinct is um saying the most with the least amount. Yeah, that's exactly like active right. So I could say <clears throat> the boss felt like he felt, he felt upset about the cup of coffee spilling on the floor, or. Yeah. The boss's cup of coffee spilt on the floor. He's upset. Straight up. Like, bam. There you go. Right. It's a, I mean, being concise is a big thing uh, that people actually, I think, have a hard time about. That's, that's exactly that's, what I'm saying. That's yeah. getting yeah. your thoughts across in the, in the best way so that everyone will understand. That's why a lot of people have conversational problems, too, where they're like, yo, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say how I feel inside the exact way it goes in my mind. Yeah, and and then, so you go off to all these branches, and you have to digress and go back, and then yeah. another branch. And yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why people will develop walls around that, and that just becomes an insecurity. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. People just stay quiet. Yeah, that's anything. why. I, <laughs> speak up, guys. We yeah, want right. to hear your voices. <laughs> sure. I love quiet people when they come to high vibrations uh, conversation party. Today there was some quiet girl. Yeah. The first like. Her friend came in first, and then she said, "Hey, do you guys mind if I go out and grab my friend who's been sitting in the car?" For about like fifteen minutes already, and then everyone goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we're like, <laughs> we're like, what if she's sitting in Why the car? <laughs> yeah, get her over here. She's like, "Oh well, she's super shy. She's not going to say a word. She's just going to come in and sit down." We're like, "All right, you know, come in." So and you know, I had to do my talked. thing. I slid over to the car, had to convince her out. No, I had to throw on the Tony charm. <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> no, but what what really happened though? No, but she came through and she fucking like she opened up. So it showed you like you know. We it was a nice environment to make jeeps. you want to open up. Yeah. Yo, kind of a low key relative tangent. It's it's kind of related to the semantic succinct thing we were just talking about. I was curious, especially because I know you're a rapper. Or, I mean, you, you you rap, yeah, and you play guitar. I know that. I play guitar. Um, <laughs> he raps too. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've written songs. I'm, I'm I'm not much of a freestylist, but I feel like it seems fun, and and I try to to 
freestyle anytime I, I get the opportunity. Yeah, oh, freestyling yeah, is yeah. all yeah. about. I, I I love indoctrinating people into freestyling because right. like I it's such a mental exercise. It's so fun. I had the biggest mental block in the world for the first I would say five to six years of my rap career with with freestyling and I had a really Weird. good friend MCC that helped me out of it and ever since then I've been trying to like give that back to the world you know what I mean because I love it and you gotta suck at first that's the you problem got to, yeah. you, you have, have to you yeah. have to suck you got, like, you find your people voice are scared also. to suck that's, people they don't want to look stupid yeah. in front of people but you know what how are you going to ride a bike if you don't about. fall down fuck oh that's funny yeah. my, yep. my voice my, my voice changes when I freestyle I, I, oh yeah I my voice I definitely stuff. changes yeah. when oh, yeah. I think everybody has a little I think you were doing yeah. like a is Jamaican that, voice that no? at one point I do uh, so <laughs> I do the cadence, <laughs> different voices the cadence, at different times man. the cadence man it starts with old man voice right so I add a rasp like my this is my rap voice. This is more nasal, more mid-rangey. This is my rap voice. This is, you know what I mean? I'm up here with it. I keep it more cool. in the presence range. I like to say shit. The energy's there. You're feeling it. You know? Word. And it's just got Like, I learned over time. Like, obviously, when we all start, we just yeah. sound how we sound. But eventually, so wait, I was like, on, man, I, I don't you, like shit. What, what made you, uh, when you're sitting down and you're thinking of all the different vocals you could do, what makes you think old man voice? As, as it happened mean? unconsciously. <laughs> yeah, unconsciously. You tap into something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Because I've always yeah. been a person that did accents and voices and like I'm just like a weird, you know. Like, I feel like everything that we use to express like, like art or whatever it is, our, you know, our spoken word, anything that we use to express, we've picked that up from somebody else. Yeah. So I feel like yep. and right now, what Nothing I'm saying right now, I'm tapping into somebody at yeah. some point that that I, I used heard, to feel corny I about how that. he spoke, and and I'm tapping into that, you know. And when I freestyle, I, my voice changes, dude. And I, and I thought it was just like, oh, maybe I'm scared of sounding goofy, so I, I just no. See, the thing it about it is, it's a performance. No, 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 no. But like, it's literally influence exactly Word. what you were saying in the yeah. sense that you've never heard someone talking how I'm talking right now, freestyling. Word. Yeah. Because you've never heard yeah, that, you're, you're right. not going to just do it. You're going to do it how you've heard first. That's right. And then That's you're right. going to evolve into how you do it. I mean, 100%. everybody yeah, starts cool. by mimicking their inspiration. That's everybody's starting point. That's, ex- That's definitely the way of people saying, like, you know, find your sound first. Or even Word. with, like, people who are actors, they say find your light. Or Any, you find right. the setting yeah, anything that, that you works really best do, with find your you mentor. You know? That's a trip. But honestly, like, my rap voice... Is almost is nearly. It's, I just put on my my hood voice. So like I I grew and up. The other in thing is I keep it changing too. Like yeah. I I change five times a verse. Okay, okay. That's yeah, fun. that's not that's bad. Nah, I grew up in cool. in like suburban like Pennsylvania and in Brooklyn, New York, and mixed in like you went from like the city hood vibe to like smaller like all the hood like that real hood shit where they're all together and everyone is helping each other because everyone's fucking struggling. Right. Like that kind of like wow suburbia hood, and I picked up everything like all my voice comes straight from all living in the hood and like because that's where you got to be a little tougher i guess when i was younger i'm like fucking 12 years old i'm trying to be tough you know i can relate to that i mean with everybody i like went to uh in sixth grade i went to mcnichol middle school Okay. Which is next to Hollandale over yeah. here. I don't know if you know that one. Kind of shitty. I, yeah, I used to live right in the neighborhood. I mean, like, the, like there was some fucking crazy shit going on mm-hmm. over there. Like, I, I saw some crazy shit over there. I barely survived Cracker Day on Word. God. Like, I watched the kid get his head beat in with his own skateboard. And get like, the fucking, fuck like, out of here. What's Cracker Day? Oh, uh, you don't know about Cracker Day? 
No. Yo, yo, That's exactly what it sounds like. There, I, I grew up um, in pretty much majority of black schools, and there's a day where white people get their ass beat. Yo, yeah, that's I, fucking I, I for real. That. I don't even know that. At my Yo. middle school it was called the Haitian Pride Day. <laughs> Are you serious? For real? So they and, used and they we, used we literally <laughs> like either Yo, had to you skip had to school or you was out here yeah, ducking. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I was I, ducking. I honestly like that. That brings like a joke to mind. Like Louis C.K. saying that like white people aren't like they're not like you know gonna be put to second place. Like you know what I mean? Like they're gonna be like fucked and fucking like held absolutely, down. Yeah, you absolutely. know for like you no know, nah, pendulum swings, man. Like if it goes too far one way. It's gonna go the, the other direction, right? And so I think, um, like, I, I have a problem with with all supremacy. I think, um, you know, Singapore, Singapore at, at one point, uh, yeah. So they had like a lot of racial tension. So they've somehow forced everybody to to not have segregated neighborhoods, like so that the like everybody. Um, who lives in Singapore, regardless of race, like they're all like encouraged or like maybe even forced, to like assimilate. To, yeah, to like, like live in in a giant apartment building and like regardless of culture and like now they all get along. Wow. So cool. it's like you know, all right, I'm yeah, sure there's questions I, as I to who the fuck is in charge over there. But so no, no, what they did was they utilized a different like a different way of thinking because if you look at it, no matter what, even though we're like a melting pot area, wherever you live, all around you, everyone's in the same socioeconomic state. So they're all living in the same kind of same yeah. way. So when you put all that together, then like that's what just continues to grow. But what happens there is that culture starts at the top, right? So mm-hmm. someone in leadership in Singapore had that notion either brought to them or they came up with it. Right. And they were motivated by the idea of actually progressing people's mm-hmm. mind states there. Yes. I believe that the problem here is that the vested interests literally aren't motivated by that. That's right, 100%. It's more the opposite. People are pit against each other here. I don't I mean, I'm pretty sure racism still is very large out in the UK, too. I mean, I'm sure racism is everywhere. It's the natural, like... like, black and white racism in the sense that, like... Whenever people say, like, yo, blacks, you know, like, they, they deserve to be happy and, like, you know, you can't say, oh, you're racist against a white person. That's reverse racism or whatever. But, like, they really were fucked until just recently, like, two or it, three it generations ago. Yeah. Like, you have to consider, right. like, yeah, that just still, still getting fucked. And they're still getting fucked. People are still, yeah. like, low-key segregated. People are are still hated on, mm-hmm. so nothing's growing. So and you're right. Why. Yeah, you can clearly to say nothing's power, growing is people dangerous. in power. Yeah, all right, I agree with that. I and to say that. that low key problems, like there's like big, big fucking problems. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like but the a problems. Lot of shit going see, on. my thing is the problems are systematic. Right? Exactly. Oh yeah. Like we're not worried about. Fucking old Susie in I'm Alabama worried about, that's throwing I'm, the N-word around. Really? She's going to die soon. I'm worried about die. fucking, yeah. yeah we're I'm we're worried, worried about, about the system that's actually girl. being dangerous to yeah. people's lives. Yeah, so, no, but I'm also worried about them too. You know what they say to, to squash, but squash I'm not though? because it, they're naturally going to die out. That's right. Yeah. All, over time, but they might I'm seeing 100 years into the future, and that's why I'm not worried about this. True. Speaking of like 90s hip-hop, you know, Razkaz has a nature of the threat. Um, I'm not familiar. You're not familiar. Oh, you got, definitely got to check it out. He, he's, it's like a super long, uh, almost like a hip hop rant, uh, going off on uh, the history of the Caucasian man and, and the Africans and, and how uh, you know society has evolved to what it is today, and how you know um, 
white uh, supremacists are worried about the future now because they know that uh, before you know it, we're all brown. Yeah. And, and, you know, genetic recessive traits. Well, I was just thinking about, abolished. like, how you're saying that. And I feel like, um, like, there should be somebody who's black here at the table to have this conversation with us. But then I also, it also hit but me it, that we're all, we're all. Well, to like, be fair, I do have be, a lot of these conversations and I'm usually the only non-black right. person here. Word, so. word. <laughs> well, you know, what I was going, are, are you Hispanic? No. You're not Hispanic? I'm Irish Italian. Holy shit. Okay. okay. You're Hispanic, right? Uh, half Venezuelan, half uh, Italian. I'm half like Italian, half shit. Argentine. Yo, yeah. what is this half Italian, half yeah. Spanish shit? Right, fucking. Right. Yeah, man. And we're from the so, same so island. We're, we're, well, I'm we're, getting we're to Italian. Wise. I'm getting to a point here. What, what's your ethnicity? I'm from. Well, my dad's from Colombia. My mom's from Argentina. And your ethnicity? Italian and Honduran, and then a bunch of other Italian and Honduran. You know where in Italy? Outside of Naples, the village of Saint Angelo. Interesting. Holy shit, Angelo. That's oh, dope. That's fucking cool. So the fact that we're all part Hispanic, by 2025, statistically, one in four children in the United States are going to be Hispanic. So we're all going to be brown, baby. That's yeah. it. You know what Honestly, I'm saying? Like, all right. So here's one thing I would like to pitch. I think that as like the same way that you have a due process to like go through like uh getting a birth certificate and social security number and like everything the government does to keep tabs on you. Mm -hmm. If we're really going to continue to take things to that degree, we should uh, like the, my equivalent of like forcing assimilation would be forcing people to actually get tested to see what their ancestry actually is. Because no one is what they I think don't they think are. I don't think yeah, assimilation should be forced to be honest even though well, I brought I, up I, the idea I, I, about I mean, Singapore I know, I know that, that wording is harsh <laughs> yeah, right, no yeah. but, but I get, I, my, I get my your pitch point. stands like I think if people <laughs> saw what cuz I am sure I'm not 100% now, correct about I think I think that no the, one knows what I their think, ancestry is yeah, I think exactly that the government was. should provide a free exactly. method of, of genetic testing that everybody has access to and it, you know, just like we all should but vote. Because it's Yo, but because nothing from the top. is free. Yeah. Nothing is free. Like, and that exists. Yeah, and it's we not pay that for it with taxes. Expensive. We're not saying yeah. free, free. Yeah, yeah, like, you're taking the keywords here. The yeah, but I mean, like, then you're you're literally taking like a whole fucking. I mean, they, they a have whole a question right now that they're out. adding to the to you know the census. I mean? like, people make a lot of money on that. Like, there's a Yo, whole like somebody industries die out all the time. Just happened to the taxi industry. That's business. That's capitalism. Right. Yeah, but okay. So what you're talking about is is communism. Because you're talking about the government. It has socialist aspects. That, okay, yeah. exactly. So, well, I mean, you know. All right, honestly, how about I built a nonprofit beautiful. organization that right. gave away free ones to people that yeah, want it? What, what if they included it? Now that's capitalism. How, <laughs> yeah, no, for it. real, you're right. Yeah, but you're it right. doesn't matter at the end of the day because, so like. I mean, it's just not yeah, a deal to eat. Unless you're doing what is it, EDM stuff or like. They record the, the chewing and, like, oh, the yeah. that you're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, you know, one thing, though, speaking of all, all the whole, you know, with racism and the difference in, in, in how people think and how, how the government is and shit, mm-hmm. I think people need to start focusing more on, on private schools to fix the public schools. So if, the only way you fix public schools is if you say, yeah, the shit that's free for us still isn't good for us. I noticed Word. that my kids aren't growing very much. Well, the reason school. the reason I was saying that it should be a, a free like genetic testing thing is they're already throwing questions on the census 
asking families if they're here illegally, if they're immigrants. You yeah. Know? If they're going to be throwing that into the census, then I want to know if the people that ha- are here legally, like, where did they come from that they think that they have some kind of entitlement? The same places the as everyone in. else. Yeah. Right? And that's what, that, that's what we're going to find out, you know, if we test what, everybody. The reason yeah, but I'm that's so bothered by a lot of these arguments is at the end of the day, we are literally a species. Yo, we're not exactly different species. Yeah. We are a species. Facts. So, yeah, you're right. No, I see where you're coming from. I, I actually, we are a race. It's yeah. known as the human race. Yeah, yeah. I actually it's wanted not, to interject that and say that there is no, like, multiple races. Like that But that's why I, I pr- like, propose this fucking idea, just because you're kind of letting people see that for free. Like, if yeah. everyone's, like, yeah. able to see their ancestry True. for free, they're going to see it and fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. I am from Africa. I've been oh, Word, saying, right? all these yeah. races. We're all from Africa. <laughs> yeah, literally yeah, everyone. That's right. Oh, yeah, everyone. except the guys. <laughs> and we're all from fungi. Like, yeah, yep. we right, share seventy-five right. percent of our DNA with corn. Okay, yeah, that's what we should. Can, can, can we can we stop like making these lines? Yeah, instead of finding <laughs> out where you came yeah. from, like on the earth, maybe even going further genetically and being like, yeah, this is. Well, we came from, you know, and if everyone trip. could understand we that, we all have common ancestors. Yeah, period. you know, yep. like one hundred percent. Then, then honestly, that's one hard thing, though. So borders, we talk about borders being imaginary. I think labels, party. dude. Labels and, like, are these what labels tear away um, our reality. Blanket statements will smother us all. Yeah, legit, and like that's fucking nice imperialism. Point. After world, like what sucked was after World War Two, everyone was like, "Damn, yo, all right." So look at all this land. Who gets what? And it's like when they should have been like, yo, the world almost ended. Like we almost all killed each other and one person owned everything. Maybe we should all work together and not have to worry about something like that. But instead, like everyone took dibs of everything instead of trying to create a collective unity. Like if the United Nations actually came together and became United Nations and became a nation together, that'd be different. They're just yeah. like a little Sunday church. Yeah, group and they're like, you have your talks. word, and then I talk, and then he talks. Yeah, like you know, like they're not getting anywhere. It's just a bunch of countries sitting together talking about. Yeah, shit. if you rather, merge, exactly, yeah. that's where you. It's fucking, like yeah, we all have kill the, same, the race yeah, thing. The Borders don't interest. exist because they they came together. So at the end of the day, the reason I'm not really worried about all of this is because I a part of me can scale back and look at such a bigger picture that I this is just part of a cycle that we've literally gone through over and over already. Like, all of this has already happened in the history of our civilization. Yep. And so many times we've done things, and then all the history gets lost, and then we just repeat it all over again. Right. But we're literally at point A in what's known as the procession of the equinox. Okay? Mm-hmm. Anybody familiar with this? Yes, sir. I don't think so, no. So every 25,800 years, the Earth has a wobble on its axis, Right? And that wobble takes that period of time. That's why we have, like, solar eclipses, all kinds of eclipses, solar events, because the Earth isn't, like, going perfectly, like, as a disk. It's, like... Yeah, that bitch is all over. But anyways, one of these wobbles is a cycle of 25,800 years. And what happens in this cycle is the electromagnetic activity of, like, the electromagnetic field. Yeah, the poles swap. But it's, it's in a constant cycle of change but it's the same change each time around Mm -hmm. so if you look at the farthest back recorded history with the best interpretations with the most dots connected basically the earliest things we have are the sumerian tablets right and those perfectly describe us doing all of this over again in in a sense of at point a so imagine you know the cycle is a circle you split it into four right Mm -hmm. you have four points on there Point A, we 
grow into conscious beings. So our consciousness is directly related to the electromagnetic fields of the planet. And, you know, we know scientifically that electromagnetic waves do affect brain waves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right. the fact that this isn't researched further is bonkers. But anyways, <clears throat> what actually happens is the consciousness of the earthlings, all of us collectively, is directly affected by where we are within that cycle. And right now we just hit point A in 2013, roughly. Wow. So that like it, it, everything that ancient people have told us says that we're about to turn into more conscious beings, and everything is literally looking like that. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. there's all You're sorts right. of evidence all over the place, you know, and it, it goes in smaller how, cycles. How our parents were so cycles. religious, but now I like and I haven't met any peer of mine that's like I go to church every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like so. There's definitely a paradigm shift. There's definitely something happening. And there's other scientific pieces of proof. Like, wh what do you guys know of the placebo effect? Yeah, the placebo effect. Oh, man. It's so just, the, the beautiful thing about the, si the science world of experimenting and testing drugs is every single experiment has what's known as uh, the constant, I believe. Yeah, the constant. Which would yeah. be the sugar pill. Right, yeah. The sugar pill. And because of that, we have extensive scientific records detailing exactly how much people were affected by that. Like physically affected yes. by what they believe the pill would do. And when you yeah. look at the ultimate correlation, over time, people are able to heal themselves more by telling themselves that they're being healed. The yep. placebo effect is the right. power of the mind. Yeah. Manifestation. Yeah. Yep. And in some That's senses, 100%. in some cases, And it's literally it's growing over the past 50 years. You can literally look at graphs and it's like more people, more people, more people wow. healed by placebo effects. Yep. It's a trip. Wow. Honestly, that's, that's cool. like, it makes you think, too, that, like, open, like, actually, spiritual awakening is definitely coming for everybody. We're because in they, they feel it. Yeah. Like, it's, you rarely can walk, can meet anyone, like, in a month. In a month, I bet you, you'll meet, like, two or three or four or five people say, oh, I'm all about positive vibes only. You know, like, yeah. everyone's all connected, blah, blah, You're and always, always going to meet dude, these And I'm constantly people, meeting people that are like, yo, I, I'm, uh, the other day, like, I had a... Existential panic attack, dude. I had a crisis, and and now I'm working through that. You know, like constantly meeting people on on both sides of the spectrum. You know, yeah. like um, where like my parents never talked about anything like that, or said like, "Yo, yeah." By the time you're about twenty, you know, twenty one, twenty two, you're gonna start questioning your reality, and you're gonna start, you know, <laughs> yeah. wondering what the hell, you know, everything is. You know, no. Well, they were at like, the same oh, time, you know, we're also oh, aging sorry. downward. So like, us mentally right now, we're younger than our parents were at our age, right? Yeah. Like, Interesting. At, in our parents' generation, what we perceive now as 25, they perceive how we perceive a 35-year-old in maturity. Okay. Weird, wow. And if you really look at how time has been going, that's a very consistent change because, like, a 40-year-old right now, they can do anything in the world, whereas a 40-year-old two generations ago, their life was basically over. Word, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know? <laughs> a lot of that might come from the extended... It's all a part of the same life. cycle. Like, your entire, your entire lifespan is longer on average for most human, be human beings. Maybe that changes, like, the way we approach life because we're not, like, so in a rush to get our lives together. We're like, ah, I got a couple more years to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, I want to throw a little more crazy shit at you that ties in perfectly with that, in okay. a sense. In this cycle... We're, I mean, we're just starting to shift backwards now. So we're at the beginning of a pendulum swing, meaning when we peak, we're going to be entirely different beings. We're going to be, you know, the same people that caused 
ancients to talk about gods. Okay. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying, yeah. And at that point, you're dealing with a whole different, like, plane of existence, really. Like, For sure. I, I totally lost my point that tied into that <laughs> perfectly. Uh, it was definitely something about time perception involved. <laughs> but, oh, age. All right. Okay. So uh, all ancient texts are very specific about timing, right, and how old people were. And they used a very specific calendar that we know because we're on the same planet and we know how the sun mm-hmm. and earth relationship exists. Yeah. So because we know that they had the same unit of measurements of time as we do, we know that they believed that people lived t- uh, to like 600 years old at, in like 13,000 right, yeah. years ago. And that's consistent. You know, civilizations that never had contact very early on all have the same consistent stories of like, you know, people, you know, he, oh, uh, Ari, he lived till, uh, you know, 650, you know, yeah, it was average. Right. He, yeah. he had an average lifespan. And there's no coincidence yeah. if you really start to add dots together because they, they, what they did a, a consciousness is, is related to that. Uh, I was going to say, uh, they, they, oh, uh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, my bad. But do you see it though? Like, our generation, our parents' generation, think about the gap between that. So, if you just imagine that, say we live 10 years longer. Mm-hmm. Now, add that, now push us 10,000 years into the future. Yeah. Wouldn't that add up to like 600 years? Yep, hundreds sure. of, yeah, maybe even thousands. So I want to touch uh, note on, on a little bit of this. So there, there's a couple calendars that are actually available in the world now. Uh, depending upon what religion you're in, and another thing is we do have a general global market so that the rest of the world can work on a single clock or at least a similar enough clock so that business will be able to tide as it normally does. Yes, sir. However, however uh, the calendar that the U.S. knows is the Gregorian calendar. Uh, this is a calendar based... Uh, it, it is based on another religion as well, or one oh, of our main religions. King Gregory. Yeah, King Gregory. <laughs> so we have also the Mayan calendar. Uh, their year is different. Right now the Mayans are in what? Uh, they would be 3,000. Uh, the Jewish calendar is a few thousand years ahead of us as well. I can get exact dates if you guys would like to see the time shift. But shifts. that just shows that we have been around much longer than a lot of the modern, you know, to metaphorically put it, Gregorian thinkers mm-hmm. want to admit or acknowledge because science has such a reputation of unbiasedness that we got to start to admit that there's pe- people are the ones doing the science and people are biased. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? Science sure. might not the, – the methodology is sound. But how people apply it is skewed often. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With different motivations. Inevitably, too, because we're subjective. And we're currently in a system where it's about, you know, ca- capitalism is based off a of reward mm-hmm. function, and they're trying to do research on the thing that's going to make them the most Money, reward, period. Yeah. Like, it's very simple, and you can't be mad at them for it, but it's just a, a unconsciousness of the other possibilities of what we could actually be doing to function as a society yeah we're starting to realize now how ineffective it is as a as an idea but that's why i say at the end of the day i, I can zoom out and look at the big picture and go fuck it i know it's going in the right direction i'm gonna just play my part mm-hmm. you know what i mean i mean it's you know I've, I've heard a phrase before and um i think it is a lot more true now or at least has a lot more weight now by comparison of when it was originally uh a thing is being 
a cog in the a machine. giant machine. There's a, a band by the name of Fleet Foxes that makes a song called Helplessness Blues. And in there, there's a lyric. Uh, I don't want to misquote it here, but it says something along the lines that I'd rather be, uh, instead of a cog in this great machinery, you know, serving a, a purpose beyond me. Or you can be a snowflake that's unique and distinct in each way that you can see. So quoting it, uh, there's a lot of perspectives with this. So I think I, th- I think you know being a cog in a, in a machine. I don't. It it sounds something that would be more like Stark. However, I feel like well, that's just back to perspective, right? Like it is. how you look at it. Very perspective. I mean, everybody is going to play their part at the end of the day. How this really works is you die and you go back to the unity consciousness and realize what one love and God and Allah all meant at, at, at that point. You know what I mean? There's I like that nothing you just exists. Said that. You, nothing exists. What do you mean by unity consciousness? Uh, it's the it, same thing that's been described by all different civilizations in a million different words over time. That's why I boil things down to saying this is about semantics. We might literally have mm-hmm. the same idea in our head, but be using a different word and arguing about it yep. instead of going, "Yo, it's the same idea." I call it a I different mean, thing. We might just have different colored yeah, spoons. Definitely, I just have no idea what you're talking about. So, still spoons. basically, um, exactly. my as a psychonaut, my psychedelic experiences have taught me some things that I kind of subscribe to, and those include. The fact that nothing exists because there is a singular consciousness. That's all there is. Nothing else exists. And the singular consciousness is very bored and lonely. And it creates all of existence by vibrating itself. But when you go back into your consciousness, you can go back to this Godhead and realize, fuck, I'm alone and there's nothing here. Is it nothing or is it everything? You know what it's I mean? Both. Yeah, exactly. I love so, I love that. There's like, a there's a misconstrued kind of view of paradoxes. People mm-hmm. think that they can exist. They're literally the foundation of reality. True. Like paradoxes are it it represents a, the next dimension. It's a paradox because we are missing a part of what makes it make sense. Yeah, because we're, you know we're what I'm confined saying? by these like MC Escher's yeah. stairs, for example. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the, you know the, I mean? the the music video. If you go to the fourth dimension, you can see it. Like it, it'll make sense. You know, I've I've wanted that. I've been toying around with an idea for a little while, and you know, I've thought about uh, on a molecular level. You know, we are comprised. Motherfuckers of, getting molecular over here. Yeah, so on a molecular level, we are we are comprised of atoms. Well, what's not to say an atom would be comprised of something else? I mean, going finite as far as we know, atoms are the most singular unit that can take up space. However, yeah, I think an alternative theory scale. Would it, it's scalability. So, like, what what would be denying uh, or confirming saying that within each atom is another host of smaller atoms that collectively either a make another universe or b are, are individual universes within this universe? So each let's say let's say you're walking down the street one day and you're faced with uh, a possibility of walking down the left, the right, or the middle. If you walk down the left, it creates a different set of atoms, perpetually making a, another chain of universes. The string theory. Yeah. So are you familiar with the holographic model? I am not. So basically, it's an interesting scientific interpretation on how the universe may work, which perfectly ties into everything else that I subscribe to. And basically, it's acknowledging that everything is a hologram in the literal sense because what a hologram is is its own image infinitely. So, for example, if there was a hologram of Michael Jackson standing right there, there would be, if, if you zoomed all the way in on, like, the smallest piece of Michael Jackson's skin, you would see the entire Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? A hologram is, it's like a tesseract of the 
primary image. You just, you just took it out of right on my head. I was yeah, like, we're right what here. Is that we're called? right here. What is that you called? gave it to me. I didn't have it. So, what that really does is, my bad. That just did that to me again. Help me out here. What, what, what was the last thing before Tesseract? Tesseract? You, you were talking about how like how like life fractals almost. Well, Michael Jackson's oh, image was hologram. Tesseract. The holographic model. Yes. Okay, my bad. So everything is within everything. Yeah. Every like the whole entire universe is within every part of the universe. So what I'm saying is like when you break it down to that scale, like all the way down, the paradox is that you're gonna end up back here. Yep. Yeah, I I, I could totally see here that. again. I could totally see that. For that actually, and um, it, it's it's great. It's like they're they're on the couch and they go into Homer's like cells and then they go down. The, oh, yeah, yeah. There's like a Simpsons. And it zooms show. all the way back into yep. them again. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I, I literally that's called scale. I literally just believe that that's true because I mean it's represented with the flower of life. If you want to get into sacred geometry, oh yeah, you know the circles uh, put halfway through each other create the flower of life right but it can go infinitely outward or inward yeah you can continue to draw this thing until you just are drawing on top of itself because it's exponential it can always forever get closer and closer and closer to the line but it can never touch it yeah it's almost like pie have we not reached the end of pie yet uh, there's still got to be a huge amount of people doing that you, you know that's a huge thing, right? Like, people yeah. with supercomputers are always looking for the end of pie. Wow. Because it's supposed to have an end. What a fucking waste of time. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a passion pursuit. Like, so people that are mathematically minded probably have a... the wackiest passion I've ever heard. In my oh, life. man. I totally like, disagree with you on that. People who yeah. have passions like that should just be, like, left on an island to fend for themselves. You would dis- islands, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah, man, you, you make, you Meanwhile, make, on the opposite side of the earth right now, there's a mathematician like, all these fucking rappers, bro. If someone put them all on a fucking island somewhere, we would get further. <laughs> Fuck mathematicians, bro. Uh, Whoa. Another, another thing to uh, like identify that fractal thing that I think everybody should look into is looking at the, the correlation between a neuron and the observable universe. Looking at those pictures next yeah, to each other. Yeah, it's identical. Like... It's identical. It's literally like the same thing. Yep. The neural network of your brain and the universe look the same. Yep. And to, to dwell into something here too that, that is going to piggyback off of the multiple possibilities is one of the laws of quantum physics being that an atom is fully aware that it is being observed and reacts differently either when being observed or when not being observed. Uh, there's an interesting, uh, fun little breakdown that's made to be very, very basic. Um, the pinhole. An atom is just like us. It has stage fright. Or like when it's being watched, it like performs differently. It's like an eye it, floater. It will, it will perform you try to look at it, it moves yeah. away. That's insane. <laughs> Yo, it, I, well, I, I like to, it all the time. But I like, to, I like to personify it. You know, I'm trying to relate to the atom. Because you are, are we that. not? Yeah, you're exactly. comprised of many atoms. Exactly. So the atom is us. Shout yeah, out to no, Eve. For sure. Yeah, right. Shout out to Eve for Adam, man. <laughs> <laughs> but fucking, honestly, I think when you look at it that way, like, yeah, with quantum physics, like where you guys were going, that all goes right back to what you were saying about whatever you said, like universal consciousness and when we all connect right back to it. Yeah, I mean, it, the, that ties perfectly, as you're saying, into the fact that all that exists is consciousness. Yeah. Like, you, like yeah, if you start from you, the knowing that all there is a sin- is a singular consciousness and that's just creating everything else, then you can make perfect sense of, oh, yeah, shit's not there if you're not looking at it because yeah. all it is is consciousness. 
That's why the everyone says if no one's there to watch the tree fall, does it make a sound? But the problem with that is panpsychism. The tree is there. <clears throat> Everything else is there and conscious. Yeah, this is true. So, like, like if somebody isn't there, like, what's not to say that another being of life is there? Like, plants can react to sound. Plants are super conscious. If They're you've ever done shrooms, you know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, the pl- plants, plants literally have defense mechanisms, like, specifically so that when they're affected, they have multiple routes to take to interact with the environment around them. I mean, flowers, uh, part of the reason why flowers have sense is a defense mechanism. Sometimes what the flower will do is that when it knows it's in immediate danger, it will give off a scent, which will in turn attract a certain part of one of the predators in nature to ward off what is currently causing them stress. So, like, let me attract your predator real quick. Right. Yeah, that's fucking that's crazy. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. I never heard of that. That means, yeah. Then, honestly, it goes right back to me being a motherfucking tree hugger at the end of the day. And you know, there's nothing shit. wrong with that. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, because, like, they that, that shows right there that they are they are conscious enough that we shouldn't they be destroying react. them. They and emotionally like, just react. Just because we're not conscious of how conscious they are, you know? Just because we're not well, feeling I, I, it or we can't I, see I, it firsthand. I think the issue with that is that Panpsychism, like you don't have to take it as a sentient being. What you do to a tree isn't going to experience oh, yeah, it the okay. same way it a human have is. To f- have he doesn't feelings, have the same nerve but it's endings. conscious enough. No, to, like, but my to do shit. I think in this that's universe. a misnomer in the sense that it's not conscious by itself. It's a part of the earth, which is the consciousness. I don't know. I, there's a lot of knowledge in them. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. onion. Never again with the onion, man. Yeah, we can't have you rambling with no mic, man. Yeah, there was a study that I read about. Um, uh, look it up. I, I, I suggest you all look it up uh, right. and, and make sure it's a it's a good source. But the study uh, was basically the there were the yeah. Make sure it's not the onion. <laughs> I, I learned the hard way that that's a that's a fake site. Don't believe it. Um, <laughs> But uh, they had these two trees in a lab, and they would have um, them hooked up to some kind of polygraph test that would t- test the stress levels of, of these two plants. They had uh, the same scientists come in to water them every day, uh, these two guys. Um, Get a closer. And they would hack up. They, they would, uh, one of them one day comes in and just starts hacking up one of the plants. Of course, the stress levels on, on both the plants just skyrocket. Um, then that guy leaves. The one that didn't do anything continues to water the plant that's left and uh, everything normal on the polygraph. The moment the scientist that hacked up uh, the other tree walks into the room, the polygraph test just off the scales again with the stress level. Yeah, it's just, it, it must equate the energy. It's just like familiar. It's like a dog getting a scent, you know? Like you fuck with a dog and then you come back around, he knows it's you. He remembers you. <clears throat> I'm going to look that study up because because that's mind-blowing. Dogs, yeah. you really have to be a dog for years and years and years and years. I still think even a beaten dog, can you can earn their trust again because they live in the moment. They, they don't hold yeah, grudges. Yeah, but Six second it, it's not about grudges. It's about um, conditioning. Survival. Yeah. It's about conditioning. Well, wolves, wolves are, are a form or an ancestor, rather, to what we consider modern-day dogs and canines. And they do have very high levels of consciousness by comparison. An example of that is that there's a trait that we share with wolves um, more as a part of grieving, which is revenge. So let's say you kill one of their own in their pack. They will specifically target you. They'll track you, 
and hunt to kill without eating you. It's more or less just redeeming their That's fallen. That's badass back. as fuck. It's the craziest shit. And I, yeah, when I heard about this, I was like, wow, man. They, like, they're really, really aware of what the hell is going on. They're very strategic. And that, that I think revenge is a strategy, more so a defense mechanism or, or a knee-jerk reaction that they're having. So their emotional like, conscious level is, I would say, at least somewhat fairly similar to that of humans, modern-day homo sapiens. I would go back to the argument of consciousness and sentience and conditioning and reaction. So they probably are emotional. But I don't know if that equates to emotional intelligence in any way. I think that's just instinctually how they operate. I mean, they're just reacting. I would uh, say, I mean, that's very subjective. So yeah, definitely, it's that, hard. We're we can talk of conversation. We, we like, talk this is forever on that shit. Purely, purely speculation here. Oh yeah, but I mean, like to say that that might be just an instinct kind of thing. I think they definitely are doing it emotionally because well, I'm just dogs, referring to how evolution even works, right? Like we, oh, yeah. just. Over time, learn shout how out to react. El Lobo, mm-hmm. and then we don't Me and necessarily Jimmy song. not necessarily conscious of why we're reacting about it. Is my point? All right, I feel and you. I think that applies to a lot of people too. No, for sure, for sure. So, like, so like what's like, going on, Tony? <laughs> Yo, so speaking of wolves, right? We got this bomb ass song called El Lobo, and it's that song that you know, like, it's for your brothers, man. It's for your brothers. So, go play that shit. It's on SoundCloud? Where, yeah, where's it's that? It's on all streaming services. It's on all streaming services except for SoundCloud. Oh, never mind. Uh, Fuck you So you got every single one except for, yo, you guys, YouTube, right? Oh, yo, dude, yeah. Well, my, yes, what I, the reason I'm not playing after that is because you're, you're saying you distributed, meaning it's registered with ASCAP and or BMI, meaning uh-huh. I'll get pulled. Okay. Damn. Up. You have the permission of the person. Yeah, who all right. Has get your lawyer it. to send it over to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not going to stop them from I have pulling the best me down. Fucking lawyer. They just they just use I, the algorithm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a computer that's looking for the waveforms that match your song, and when they get uploaded, they're like, down. Thank you, UMG. By the okay. way, UMG has been fantastic on YouTube. I just want to commend them for their very noble acts uh, within the community. I'm being facetious, of course, but I think who is UMG? This Universal Music Group, so they do a oh, lot okay. of the, the uh, holding of rights and analytics of things like the wavelengths of songs. So, for example, like let's say there's a Vivo channel. Uh, a good example of this would be the Beatles songs. You're going to be very hard-pressed to find Beatles songs that have been published on records on YouTube. You're not going to find those studio-quality sets there. Those have been taken down per UMG. Yeah, I mean everything that has been happening in that whole realm of uh – you know, intellectual property, copyrights, um, publishing, masters, like it's really in a massive transition period. Everything is kind of up in the air still, and yeah. everyone's well, trying to get their hands on as much of it as they can before you it lands. You know why? Because of net right neutrality. Now, YouTube is running wild themselves. Yeah. Like over the past two years, they are on a rampage just deleting all kinds of content. Yeah, but why? Because of oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. If any They're of the literally music- silencing people at this point. Like, Sad if you shit. have a political view they don't agree with, they take your channel down and call That's it fake crazy. news. Because yeah, That's new- happening right now. Yeah. That's why... This. Do you guys remember, like, what? It was like last year, two years ago, everyone was like, oh, net neutrality, and nobody really understood what the fuck they were fighting for. This is what the fuck you were supposed to be fighting for. Yep. And when they, when they voted that shit out... This is the product. Like, we are feeling the effects, 
And people don't realize it until now, until when, as consumers, you lose the shit that you want to consume for well, where the, it's the at. The real shit storm for net neutrality hasn't even really happened. Oh, this yeah. is YouTube just reacting to everyone and trying to yeah. please th whoever's relationships yeah, are the biggest. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is it called? Oh, PC. Okay, so, Political I mean... So, but not necessarily just that, but agendas of the corporations and government entities they're associated with as well. Not just, like, right. the, the politically correct climate, but, like, you know... To push the agendas. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's even, like, defined here. So the net neutrality being the principle that Internet service providers should enable access to all content and applications regardless of the source. Exactly. So my point favoring. in saying that the shitstorm with that hasn't started yet is we're not paying separate for YouTube and, and Netflix right now. Yeah, you know, I that, mean, yeah. obviously Netflix, if you're getting extra services, so, but so. I mean just to use it. You know, it's, yeah. net neutrality has the potential to make every single website either subscription or you can't touch it. Yeah, and I mean, this is going to be done like even beyond some of the, it, the holders of the service. This is going with ISP and the service oh, holders. Oh, yeah, and they're that, the ones with all the control. Yo, that the, goes back to, to the paid events or free events. It's like nobody's going to fucking use the internet if it's like that. I'm, I'm literally well, there's going to be a gonna pirate go internet. What, yeah. totally what they fun. don't acknowledge is that we're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, okay, and then right. we're going to fucking create our own network. Well, exactly. here, here's, 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 there's been a lot of networks that are like that that are set up and allow for broadcasts. A lot of them are like you can find them in, in – some things like the dark web. I don't want to go too deep into that because I don't have all the information or I don't want to mislead you guys and give you incorrect data. However, there have been other uh, potential obstacles here. Like if telecommunications gets involved, telecommunications are a, a large player in letting these lines leased out to people like internet service providers. So even if you go beyond that, there's a possibility that at what point in time does telecoms become a part of this? Well, I mean, at this point, you know, referencing a word from earlier, they're just a, a cog. It's really their uh, hand of, you know, the real conglomerate that's operating the situation. Well, I mean, the, the telecoms are going to be delegating that downwards, and then there's going to be a lot of hands that are going to be, I, I, I don't want to say quote-unquote, like, greased here, but... <laughs> yeah, because that's such a, like... Taboo of, of thing. course, yeah, right. Of course, Th it's, there's it's to be no expected. way at that level of industry, especially with that specific industry, that it's not all about greasing hands. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone's just. Uh, what's the name of that motherfucker from? Uh, it's the, all about the money. <laughs> who, who's the Vaseline glove guy from the book with? Uh, oh, you're Lenny. talking about. Uh, you're talking about. I can't think of uh, of mice and men, and I believe yeah, his name is Jerry, with the uh, glove, and he, he's, was it he's George. Wait, who do you think? You're talking about the one with the Vaseline glove? Yeah, the Vaseline glove. That, I believe, is shit, Jerry. Yeah, he's, he is a all right, piece of shit. What are all Jerry's? <laughs> like the, Wait, they're all... explain the reference. Uh, so, he, he keeps a, a gloved hand with Vaseline under it to keep his hand soft for beating his wife. For beating his wife? Yeah. What the fuck? I literally thought it was to like finger fuck her like without using callus and stuff like that. Like, yeah, shout out Jerry. Yeah, right. Wanna, he should have got a bullet in the back of his too. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. If we take it out, Lenny, we need to take out Jerry. Perspective. Now I'm just making up mice and men references. Yo, that's over here. just like, yo, my <laughs> thing is that honestly, I like that's a good idea to keep your hands soft to pleasure your woman. I think I'm gonna start wearing a, a glove for that. I believe that's yeah. reference. I don't want to say no. I'm, I'm I'm very curious to know what the actual name of the dude is. So like that can be like a term now almost. It's like yeah, let's start that. <laughs> Every time motherfuckers are greasing palms. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, he's a fucking Now we're going to start saying Jerry is going to turn out to be George, and we're already saying Jerry. It's like, ah, fuck it. It's Jerry now. It's Jerry now. Yeah, that's how the fuck it is. 
But shit, man. Anyone else have anything they want to you know bring to the table, topic wise here before we start to wrap this up? Or? Yeah, I'm oh man, you know, I I really it's it pains me that I wasn't here for a large portion of this because I really love moments like this, and I think um, I, I had a, a podcast that was similar to this, and. I think this is a fantastic environment. I do want to request, like, what? How can we set up future things with you regarding podcasts? Because I have some guests. That's, that's what I do here. I, I, you know, that's my service. I do it for people um, for money. His name is Curly, by the way. Curly, curly, fucking curly, fucking curly. Yeah. Don't be a curly. That's. It's fucked up because I like that's, curly that's fries. That's nowhere near what I was expecting his name mm, to nope. be. Nope. I can't even curly because first curly I think of is Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I can't use Fucking curly. Jerry. It's Jerry. Fucking Jerry. Jerry. You know what? Yeah, Parks and Rec. Jerry, Nobody likes Jerry. <laughs> they blame everything on Jerry. Yeah, everything his is real name is Gary, but they don't like everyone him so much they don't gets, even care. Everyone's name is Jerry gets fucking blamed. Look at fucking Rick and Morty. Bro, Jerry. That's why. Don't be a fucking Jerry. <laughs> don't be a fucking Jerry. <laughs> don't be a Jerry, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a Jerry. And, all right. and all Jerry did was be innocent. Like, he didn't do shit. <laughs> I don't know, it's man. Horrible. His passiveness is fake. I, th- I think that... Mm. A passer, uh, a bystander <laughs> is is worse than the person. What did Summer call him? A, a beta male sexist. Summer's trash. Anyways, Jerry seems like a good note to close this on. Always, always end on a jokingly negative note, right? That's yeah. what they say. Yeah, you know, it's really, <laughs> I'm actually really glad this just went through, and, and uh, you know, uh, this was a fantastic way to. Have these events? I'm, I'm like the back-to-back events. I'm kind of digging yeah, this energy. Totally this energy dope. is just yeah. I mean, uh, fantastic. I, I, most of y'all, aside from Tony, I'm just meeting tonight. So you know, it's great to meet y'all too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hell yeah! Appreciate y'all coming through. And this has been Minds Wide Open Podcast Episode Nine. Yeah. We love you, motherfuckers. I'm gonna Good put you night, out on Midnight by Noble Blues. Much love, Good many night. blessings. Boom. Damn, what's this drug yeah. called? Ah, I love those little, those little I, I like fading shit out. This is mad chill music, like, uh. Watch me as I chill. Everybody understand. Grill it. I'm gonna peep over here. No yeah, so villainous, yeah, as villainous, I be broke, yeah, motherfucker know that I be snowing with all the fucking coke that I had in the past, but there ain't no time, Back to the never, conscious stream. Back you are on this thing, let me interrupt with a little piece of advice, you are coming mad nice, but I got some shit to say, it is not that elementary, but I will get my way. Here's the thing, you overthinking it I see it in your eyes You're focused on one thing across the room There's no disguise in the fact that you need consciousness flow You can't think about the words that you're about to just throw Up in the earth and the ether I'm just needing me some reefer Had the moment, get the blunt and I'ma blow it daily Hold the pay, we gonna save me With no lifeguard, I'm quite hard and they like me And I don't really know which way I'm on the bike, see it's Riding off into an infinite galaxy If you're really getting mad at me It's best that you say it I'm never getting away with all these things I've been all saying Damn, damn, I guess it's my turn on the mic, yeah, right? Yeah, get it, bro We got the bad nut chick on the plate Hey, this is
This is your medicine of fate. Hey, I puff the vapor, making that paper, praying for neighbor. Wear that rubber, avoiding that baby, make it after that cadence within my stables. This is dropper, stands up a flavor, huh? If you gon' get grown, hey, we got Blanco. Yeah, 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 we got Blanco. Hey, hey, yeah, uh. And now I'm all up in the cut. Blanco. Tell you how it goes. Grinding these bitches like they some blunts. Yeah, some <laughs> buzz that we smoking. Now tell you how it goes, bitches that we holding. By the motherfucking hip and they be choking on my dick. Uh, open up your lips, legs split. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, I'm finna dive it. Huh. <laughs> Got them quick. Bring it back to original flows. I've been feeling those clothes. We're not needing those, shorty. Why you think we up in the building like... The electrician that you hired to get the job done I don't know, man, I am on one I am looking like a haunter, Gengar time Get these rhymes, I'm level 25 and up You think the time has come for you to say something I think that you're just bluffing I think that I got a muffin And it's not top, I'm not rock I'm alright, I got alright and I'm slapping Back to a point that I was never making the beat is fading out with up <laughs> Damn That was lit Good night, good night. Much love, many blessings. Stay safe out there. Wide open. This is everybody. Stay safe. It's Blanco, bitch. <laughs> Mine's wide open, though.